Thank you for listening the Mighty Flying Bunny. This series will be more enjoyed while using headphones. Please remember that this is a work of fiction. Any resemblance with anything real, names, characters, places, etc., it's purely coincidental. Demir was profoundly asleep. The small crew, running from one place to the other, woke her up. Stephen was not with her. She left the bed and went out of the room as the ship movements were more intense. Idea joined her to calm her down. A storm had hit the ship. The sea was rough. There was a huge leak down the cellar. So, most of the crew members were down moving around the cargo from Dirty Island. Steven was there helping. As she could, the princess reached down to see her husband. I know I shouldn't be here. I'm scared. I have this strange feeling, oh my god. Kiss me. That would calm me down. And I'll leave. Calm down, my princess. Let me take care of this and we'll be safe. Go back to the room and try to get some sleep. Steven kissed her on the forehead. I will kiss you when I go up to sleep next to you. Now go, please. The sound of the sea gulls woke the princess up. Early morning, they had reached land. She was still wearing her nightgown when she got up to the deck. Saluted the captain who informed her that they had made it to their destination. Soon, a crowd got into the ship. The entire court of the Nubian palace seemed to be there. Demir tried to fix her attire. Idia tied her hair and placed her a veil that covered her head, letting her face out. Princess, welcome to the Milokibian realm. His Majesty is waiting for you at the Nubian palace. Please, come with me, said an elegant lady from the court. He's already at the palace? Why didn't he woke me up? answered Demi. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I don't know how to respond to that, answered the lady anxiously. But his majesty... Oh, look, he's here. I guess he wanted to greet you. The lady bowed as a thin, blonde man made his way to the deck. I don't understand. Who is this person? said Demir. Prince Saint got in front of Demir. My dear, we meet at last. I can't tell you how happy I am of your arrival. Please forgive me as I was not able to comfort you, but the royal duties wouldn't allow me. He hugged a princess who couldn't move due to the impression of the news. 
Fain, said Stephen. Demir turned her head back to see the man ascending from the hall. My prince, he bowed down. Please forgive me and the crew. A uh, storm hit us last night and I... Sain interrupted him. My friend, you don't have to tell me, prince. Come to my arms. Sain hugged Stephen. Thank you for bringing her safe. My bride, my princess, my future queen. Demir passed out, falling to the wood floor. The princess woke up in a big bedroom. Iria was next to her. When she gained some consciousness about where she was, she told her maid. Iria, tell me this is a joke. It is not my princess. And please, don't say anything, as there have been ladies coming in and out here at all time checking on you. Here's one. The doorknob was heard. How is our little sick princess? said the lady who greeted Demir at the ship. She's conscious now, said Idia. Give me some water, Idia, said the princess. Oh, you poor thing. I guess that all those days in that boat made you sick. As you couldn't imagine, said Demir. At the evening, the princess felt better and joined the prince, members of the court, and Stephen at the war room. She entered the place guided by the voice of the man she had married, as per the tradition on her land but apparently was not her real husband at her new home. Prince Saint ordered some food for her as she didn't have a bite all day. The kitchen was ready for a big dinner, but only some steaks and salad were requested. There were only the three. The rest of the court had been sent to the dining room to let them talk freely. Most of the meal occurred in silence, with a princess lost in her thoughts. A prince keen to finally have her there, and a man who was focusing on cutting down his steak, as it was the only thing that he could do. Trying to also reduce the tension, Stephen said, With the purple salt, we will be able to pay your debt to the sword king. We picked it up at Drury Island. Excellent! So, Demar, were you able to see Drury Island? asked Prince Saint. The princess was trying to eat something and she was lost in her thoughts. What? No, I don't know anything. And it's Demir. My name is Demir. Uh, before you go, Stephen. I want to talk to you. Didn't he bore you too much already? You can't talk to him as much as you want when he comes back to taking this old cargo to the king's soldier. It won't take long. Well, I hope it won't take you long. As long as it took you to bring... He looked at her. Demir? 
Doctor de Nubian Palace, Stephen. It won't, said Stephen, while looking down at his plate, trying to cut a piece of meat. And as he couldn't, he threw the fork and knife to the table. I'm sorry, it's just... I have to go prepare the trip, excuse me. He stood up, bowed to Saint, Your Majesty, walked to Demir, took her hand, kissed it, and said, Your Majesty, Princess, it's been an honor to escort you here. Please forgive if at any time I've made you uncomfortable with my manners. I was given the order to bring you here at all costs, to be the new queen at the realm. Queen Demir, he bowed at her, but looked in the eyes. He kissed her hand again, then softly placed it on the table and left the room. Wow, what did you give him? Said Sen. You have tamed the beast. He never talks to me like that. Not even to my mother when she was alive. Nothing. He had been like that to me since he showed at the Sariri Palace. I guess he always knew he was in front of a queen, said Demir. Now I'm really tired. I need to go to sleep. This trip was really rough. Yes, sure, go ahead. We will talk about our wedding and the crowning when you can. But stood up. Before you go, can I give you a kiss? Demir extended her hand to Prince Zane, who was expecting another kind of kiss, but silently agreed to it as he knew they were strangers. At that moment, the door opened. It was Steven. Saying, I just need to tell you. When Demir heard his voice, she took Saint's head and as fast and gently as she could, kissed him. That took the prince by surprise. You know what? Forget it. I'm leaving now, said Steven and shut the door behind him. The prince felt that kiss as if an electric current went all across his body. The princess instead felt his lips static and without a soft touch, stiff lips. With care, she touched his cheek and left to her chamber. Later that night, Demir was sitting on the couch on her bedroom, trying to make some sense when Idia entered. Tell me everything you know. Yes, my princess. Well, Stephen is the first advisor of Prince Zane. He took care of him after the king and queen perished. The prince has to be crowned before his next birthday, 
or he will lose uh, his royalty status, his lands, the palace, well, everything. So, what am I supposed to do now? answered the princess. Well, maybe you should try to get some sleep. Everybody will depend on you and you need to be fresh and well rested tomorrow. I won't be able to get any sleep. Stay with me, Iria. As always, my princess. Demir lay down on Iria's lap. The maid began rubbing her hair. As she quietly started her way onto the land of dreams, Demir began remembering one night on the boat Stephen and her were holding under the sheets. I'm so happy of being here with you, Steve. You know what will make it perfect? Oh, no, please tell me, my princess. To be under the stars. I enjoy the view of the night sky on the open sea. Well, we can fix that. Take your nightgown and let's go up to the deck. Wait, let me call Iria. No, come on. Just get the robe and slippers and let's go. But reach deck and lay down on an improvised mattress and covered themselves with a big heavy blanket Stephen brought. The sea was calm, the night was cold. This is happiness, said the princess. Yes, responded the man. As she was seeing the celestial ball, she asked, Do you know the constellations? No, I was never interested in them, answered the man. Well, I was taught about the stars since I was a child. Let me tell you, look, that's Ursa Mayor. It will help you to find the north. Excellent. Now, tell me, is there any to help me found you? Stephen kissed Demir. He gently placed himself over her and kissed her mouth, the neck, and while doing so, he managed to enter into the princess with no rejection. On the contrary, the view, the sea, the waves, the place, and him had created the perfect moment for her. She welcomed him in with a smile, with her body full of desire, and with emerging love. 
the man provided her love and pleasure to which she was getting used. One more time they performed their horizontal dance, touching the right places, moving their hips to their own well-known speed and accurate intensity. Demirku felt how she was being driven to the stars she loved so much. She was no longer an observant, but part of the night sky. When he heard her pleasure sounds, when all her senses exploited, he let himself join her into that walk through the stars. For as long as it lasted that eternal moment. After that moment, he kept asking her the names of the constellations, and through the night, they walked along the stars on more occasions, maybe two, maybe five, no one counted. For them, the important thing was to be together. As the sea lulls them through the night.